Samsung had a Galaxy event, unpacked event that took place earlier today. I had a few people ask me about it. I think they did some, they obviously did some effective marketing in order to get people's attention because no, there was no new smartphone. The Galaxy's bigger than phones. And so this was, they said the most powerful Galaxy is coming. And that got people's attention. So it turns out that the Galaxy brand name and the Unpacked brand name has some pull to it. So much so that I believe the live stream on YouTube, I, did it have a million views on it? Am I crazy? I feel like it might have. I feel like it might have. What does that say? Unlisted. Oh. There, maybe I... Oh, because that's for just embedding. Yeah. There, there it is over on the right-hand side. Is it? It's over there. Uh, One million views streamed four hours ago. So, you know... That's pretty amazing for a laptop from from Samsung for them to pull that in there. And so I think they did well with the branding on that. So it is not a phone, but it's also not just a laptop. In fact, I got one of them right here. How about that for a live show? You do. Yeah, I got look at that. It's like a look at that. Conveniently, it's right there. Woo. Um, so this is the 360 model, the bigger one, Galaxy Book Pro 360. So we're doing the flip around. We're doing the tent mode. We're doing the full pen input. Also, Intel Evo. So, tremendous battery life performance certified by Intel. Uh, we have Thunderbolt on here. Crazy lightweight package. This is a 15-inch laptop. Uh, aluminum build, and it's just over two pounds. Yeah, 15, a 15-inch. It's really light. 15 inch uh, now they're making a smaller one too starts around a thousand bucks uh they're gonna do i guess a 13 inch also there's, there's, there's actually quite a few products that were released here the pro 13 starts at 1.92 pounds 1.92 that's got to be one of the lightest uh 13 inch laptops out there mm -hmm. that was my mic adjustment made that noise in case you were 1.92 pounds and uh, that makes it very close, actually, to the lightest clamshell ever tested. Period. And this, so this, the exact measurement on this on this Pro 360, uh, 2.29 pounds. That's for the 13. Actually, this must be this must be more than this must be more than 2.29. I'm trying to tell right now, as I hold it. Yeah. This is closer to three. Tell me okay. that right now. 2.9. I'm telling you that right now. This is closer to three. three. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Galaxy Book Pro 15 weight. Let's look that up. Book Pro 15 weight. We got to get this right. 1.05 kilos. Of course you gave it to me in kilos. Two point three. Okay, never mind. Getting all crazy over here. I guess that is a little more. Two point two nine for the thirteen. Two point three, around two point three for the fifteen. It's still crazy lightweight. It's not even three pounds. Hmm. Um, they got it in a couple different colors. Other ports on here as well. I saw. I saw it in white. You have a a dedicated headphone jack, Type C connector over here. There's a micro SD card slot, and then a Thunderbolt. 
on and another USB Type-C on the other side. And then the pen, it got larger in size as well. So the 360 model obviously has pen input. And so they're shipping this larger pen to go with it. Though I was looking around, I couldn't seem to see a spot to connect it, even though it has a flat edge on it. Mm. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'll get there as I examine the product a little bit further. One thing, even though it is a pro model, it, uh, it doesn't have a dedicated graphics card. It has integrated graphics. So that's keeping it thin and light. Uh, can you call something pro? I mean, this is has, how the designation has lived for a while in my brain and certainly on the Apple side of things. Although they changed, they, they flipped that around a little bit. Well, most recently with the M1, but even in the past, they had that 13-inch pro model, which had didn't have dedicated graphics. So I don't know, maybe it's just something that exists in our brains from the past that you uh, necessarily need to have graphics to be considered pro, but it's not a gaming laptop. Mm -hmm. you, know, you have to think about the ways in which people are going to use it. Um, certainly from a build quality perspective, it feels pro. I mean, it feels solid. Mm -hmm. uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, Galaxy Book Pro 360 and the regular uh, Galaxy Book non-360 which doesn't feature a touchscreen but they have very bright displays oled displays are on there um wow they have a lot of laptops yeah. yeah they have a lot of ways to configure it too i mean actually check off the galaxy book as well on there and you'll just see i mean look at this list number of different ways to spec spec it out and you're looking at canadian prices by the way you see many of them on pre-order right now right and uh, those integrated graphics by the way intel iris xe so these are fairly capable for most people anyway, uh, as far as integrated is concerned. But if you're, I don't know, a video editor or hoping to play some games, then uh, you certainly can find yourself a graphics card in a laptop for around the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. So that's something to consider. This is this is about thin and light executive look, uh, first and foremost, is what I would say. Mm -hmm. But the 360, you know, it's kind of cool. You lay back on the couch. Yeah. You might even do a little, little illustration. I will. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you will? Okay. Yeah, with the pen. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. There you go. Today's sponsor is Audible, who is Audible, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment, all in one place. Large selection of audiobooks. I've been an audiobook guy for a long time. Mm -hmm. Spoke to you in the past about it. When the podcasts run out, I mean, there are podcasts on Audible as well. When the podcasts run out, I'll reach for uh, a book so I can multitask. Yeah. And I love the book with the multitask. You like that component. Yeah, you have, you have some audio playing and you got some company, whatever your task happens to be. I know people say that they put this show on in the very same fashion. Mm. I see every so often a comment, you know, I like to study and I put the loo later on. Well, the same thing goes in certain circumstances for the audio book, although it kind of depends on the subject matter. Sometimes you might have that audiobook that requires the full attention. Yeah, riveting stuff. It could be riveting. Yeah. In which case, you know, maybe you save that one when you're on a road trip or something and you mm -hmm. really so zero in, yeah. zone in on it. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's got a new book as well. Check oh, that yeah. out. I don't know if it's new or not, actually. Oh, it's relatively new because he was promoting it. I heard him on a couple of podcasts as well. It's relatively new. Green oh. lights. So, I mean, how about the photo on the cover of the thing for yeah. him? Holy. Very aged. Holy cow. Is that his memoir? I mean, he, he could be on the ranch. You know what really? I mean? Yeah. Because I see the denim jacket or shirt underneath there. And look at the, I mean, the thinking. 
off into the distance. He's about to drop another Lincoln commercial or something over here. Five o'clock shadow, too. Anyway, they got a new plan. It's called Audible Plus, which gives you full access to the Plus catalog. You can listen to all you can listen all you want to thousands and thousands of popular audiobooks, original entertainment, and podcasts, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. You will also find guided fitness, meditation, uh, and sleep tracks for better rest. All available to download and stream so you can listen anywhere and on any device. It could be comedy, it could be romance, suspense, true crime, science fiction. Whatever you're into, you squeeze it in there, Will. And it's all in one app, Audible Plus, your playlist for life. You can try it out. New members can try Audi Audible Plus for 30 days. And uh, all you got to do is download the Audible app, which is free to listen across devices. Give it a shot. Give it a try. Uh, all you got to do is head over to audible.com slash Lou later or text Lou later to 500 500. Once again, visit audible.com slash Lou later or text Lou later to 500 500. You can kick off your free trial. See if you're into it. See if you like it. Check out some audio. Check out an audio book. Yeah. Learn something new. Go for it. Multitask, as I said previously. Mm -hmm. Audible.com slash Lou Later. Or text Lou Later to 500, 500. Mm. Microsoft, speaking of laptops, Microsoft is still going after Apple. And I don't know how you feel about this. Well, I mean, they I doubled know. down. Some people get very upset about this thing and they say, come on, Microsoft, why you got to do all this? I mean, because they had... Wait a sec, was it Microsoft? No, Intel was Intel, going yeah. after Apple and Microsoft going after, I mean, everybody's going after Apple, mm. which some would say means that Apple's doing something right. You, you, sure, everybody yeah. put a target on your back. Uh, for the Surface product, they obviously shot a series of videos with uh, this individual. I, I presume these are uh, actors <clears throat> or, or up and coming uh, influencers. Or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how this works and they continue to identify features on the surface products in reference to apple products or in reference to features that exist on the surface products that are not available on apple products so they're goofing on dongles and they're goofing on uh touch screen and and all these type of things mm -hmm. and then they talk about price Anyway, you can watch a little bit of the clip there, Will. I know you need to be updated on this stuff, whatever happens to be going on. Oh, this this video introduces his sister, by the way. Oh, okay. Which got me to thinking, he's an actor, but the format is very non-actory. Like, the format is, today we're checking out whatever, the format is very just what you're used to Yeah. on YouTube for oh. a product video. Oh, okay. So that's what makes it a bit confusing because he says, hey, meet my sister. And I'm like, wait, is that actually your sister? Is it? <laughs> well, I'm like, wait, because it's YouTube. You're watching it on YouTube and it's maybe that's the idea, right? Yeah, maybe. But it makes it more confusing. Let me ask something right now. Is that his actual sister or is that an, another actor? I think it's another actor. Another really? TikToker. An another actor. So it's sure, not yeah. his sister. He's calling her his sister. Yeah. That's Willie Doo's bet. Anyway, you can so. play the video. 
Surface Laptop 4, and my sister's here to help. Let's do it. Surface Laptop is touchscreen. Is the MacBook Air touchscreen? Yeah. How could you not have a touchscreen? Surface Laptop. How could you not? And a USB A. MacBook Air doesn't have that. Better bring your dongle. Ooh. Dongle insult. Better bring your dongle. That's the new Surface Laptop. Gaming boom. Real nice. Man, I feel like they're I, too friendly to be uh, real siblings. I think. Look at that! Look what it yeah. says right now. Microsoft what? <laughs> Back. Hey man! <laughs> I had to say it. Say the whole word. Say the whole thing. Surf back. <laughs> We're so dumb. Oh man! What a word. Okay. So, yeah. what? What's going on here? Are you? Is this all right? Or like dongles? I don't really care. I just I don't go for it. If you really think, if if this is your strategy, if you want to remind people of things you can do on your product and you can't do on some other product, which you perceive as a market leader, I really don't care. Mm. Like ultimately, a person's going to make up their mind. Do they care about a dongle? But is this the right approach for an ad? Is this good for selling your uh, product <laughs> by making fun of another brand? But the thing is, are they really making fun of it? Are they making fun of a MacBook? Or are they just identifying, like, I guess, better bring your dongle. Yeah. Is that making fun though? Or, or, or I mean, it is a reality. Sure. Yeah, it's it's factual. It's factual. You have to bring it. Yeah, I think the reason I think the reason that people don't like this is because there's no just it's there's there's no dialogue. It's not like it's not like they're identifying the pros and cons on each side. It's just you're you're targeting some other product that would have some advantages and some disadvantages. Mm -hmm. And it's lopsided because obviously you're you're marketing one as being the perfect solution and mm -hmm. the other one it would be interesting to see it if it was an actual pros and cons comparison. Just go right into it. But it was an actual ad where it was like, look, this computer does this well, here's what ours does well. Sure, yeah. That, then, then I feel like, you know, it's a little bit more believable. Mm -hmm. People say, okay, cool. Like you, you obviously understand not every customer is your customer, mm -hmm. but. Uh, this could be a jab to the, uh Maybe the 90s Apple commercials with the I'm a PC, I'm a Mac. Maybe. It does feel somewhat similar. That's why I brought they it don't up. do it well here. Well, <laughs> but you could say the it same with the Intel, Intel with the Intel thing. Yeah. Everybody's reaching back for that moment. But that was a different time too. But it was also Apple doing it in the other direction. Yes. And that was re that's received differently, isn't it? Yeah. When is Apple doing it in that direction? See, that's the thing is that now everybody's saying, oh, it ain't a good look to be taking shots. But actually, Apple was doing that. If you, if you think about the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC campaign. Mm. That's, but they did it fairly well, too. Talking about the comedy of it? Yeah. Were you, the timing of it, Justin really? Long. <laughs> so you were cracking up when those came out? Yeah, I had a barrel of laughs. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember all that well, but I agree with you. Like, if you click, anyway, you click on these videos... And you got all these dislikes and stuff going on. And 
you know, it's like a 50, 50 ratio. Wow. 50, 50. Yeah. You know, and, and the last one did some views on it too. The last one was like half a million or 600,000 views. The original one that kicked this thing off in the bottom left over there, Microsoft surface pro seven, still the better choice. Whatever it is, it's, it's rubbed people. It rubbed them. It got their attention. And so that's something. And we always talk about this. It's always so complicated because it's like sometimes these things that are feel meme end up just getting more attention, even if people are there to critique it. Sure, yeah. It, somehow here we are again talking about Surface products. Mm -hmm. So this is where it gets complex in the analysis of did it work or not work? Like we're doing it. We're doing the thing. I got the art. I got the article from Mac Rumors. So Mac Rumors is doing it. So Surface lives in our brain. Surface gets some real estate. Surface gets mentioned in the conversation. Yeah. Complex stuff. Now man. I can't think of anything but Surface. 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 Surfac. That's what. Can you say the whole thing with the Microsoft in there? Uh, Microsoft. Surfac. You see, I want one of those. I want one of those. <laughs> Premium product, everyone. <laughs> Apparently, Google has some stuff planned for I.O. Everyone's waiting to see what they've been up to. They have, well, it's been a little while since we've seen something new from Google. Mm. Um, the CEO, Sundar Pichai, apparently gave a tease for next month's Google I.O. The, here's the quote. Significant product updates and announcements. That's what he says is going to happen at Google I.O. I mean, I don't, I think you have to say, I can't really have an event and not have either of those things. I think the part that captures the attention of this particular audience is the product updates portion. Because you sit there and you think, okay, what, what you're about to update. But th that said, Google's product catalog ventures mostly away uh, outside of hardware hardware is just like this little thing in the corner for now so speculation here is it's not it's not gonna be the pixel 5a that everyone's waiting for the cheap pixel with the pixel 5's, 5's camera um so it's mainly software you think i presume it's gonna be software i presume uh, maybe they would they do new pixel buds that's another suggestion. It doesn't seem like, I don't know. Are you going to do that at I.O.? I'm hoping for uh, Google AirTags. I have to say, though, as, as, as much as you would have uh, expectations around events that you would see some physical product like to get excited about, I.O. has, as, as far as software is concerned, has always had some killer moments in it where you're like, whoa, that's a cool piece of software. Yeah. Like when they call up the hair salon, the AI the to AI, make an yeah. appointment or whatever. There's always like these couple cool key things that take place that get you talking. So, and I would, I would actually categorize those things as significant when you see some completely new feature you didn't think was coming. Uh, even if it's software based or it could be some new Google Maps feature. They're like, whoa, check that one. Mm -hmm. Or assistant, something inside of assistant. So we'll have to wait and see, but at least uh, at least he's saying some significance happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's scheduled for what is it, May? May 18 to 20. So keep an eye on it. Oh, I want to you just mentioned air tags. I want to just do a little bit more 
detail here on the anti-stalker aspect because there's an angle here which I it just didn't cross my mind maybe across your mind didn't I was busy thinking about okay somebody plants the air tag on somebody that they're trying to track right I could see that being a problem that's what they're talking about that's what they would mean by anti-stalker mm -hmm. in this scenario which we already discussed the idea here is the individual who's being tracked is going to get a notification on their device. If they have an iPhone. If they have an iPhone, key, key factor, if they have an iPhone, that they have this unwanted tag nearby. Yes. And so then the question became, at what point is the tag considered unwanted? Is it based on time? Is it based on distance? Because there's this other problem that gets presented, which is theft. If the thief has an iOS device and decides to steal your camera backpack and all of a sudden gets the notification, unwanted AirTag, well, they just chuck the AirTag. Mm -hmm. You didn't track down anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it would be a lot better in that circumstance that they don't get that notification right. because then you can go right to their premises. You can call the authorities and be like, that's where my tag's at. Uh -huh. That's where my camera bag's at. So even the thief has anti-stalker status so long as they have an iOS device. Yeah. And so anyway, it goes into a little more detail here in the pay-to-pixel article that it does have to do with distance. And it's not a time-based thing because that would obviously be a huge problem in a crowd or something. It'd be like how many different air tags are following you in those circumstances. Right. So it's a distance thing, combination. In, in figuring that out. But Apple is going so far to say like, look, this is for lost items, items you misplace. It's not really for theft for that reason. Now there are other products on the market that don't do all this, but Apple is so privacy focused and you could tell this is just a complicated one to figure out. Like yeah. who, what is more important? The thief finding out that they're being stalked, which of course you would want them to be because they're a thief and you, or the person that's unknowingly got this air tag on them that truly doesn't want it there. And it's from some person's nefarious, like that wants to, I, as much as it sucks to have your thing stolen, they had to yeah. make this choice. You choose the latter. They had to make this choice. Yeah. You can picture the news article, air tags used mm -hmm. to, and you're just like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, you don't want that one. So, now, also, maybe if you know the thing got stolen or hijacked from you, you can immediately, I don't know if this feature exists, but maybe you can immediately turn, no, you can't turn that aspect off. You gotta, you, you're going to have to hit the authorities quick because mm -hmm. you're going to be able to track it for a bit until that distance is mm -hmm. achieved. So it's going to be interesting to see how these things play out in the real world, but it's just, it had that extra layer of complexity to it. Yeah. that I want to put in there that what's good for the anti-stalking thing is not necessarily as good for the theft thing. Anti-theft. Anti-theft thing. So, you know, Will, you put so much effort, tremendous effort into your mock-up, your design work came to the Apple car. Yeah. And we waited on the, edge of, our, on the edge of our seats. Yeah, years. To see your original work. Years. Was it years? Are you doing a bit right now? Are you doing a whole thing right now? Look at you. Woody. I was having fun with Look it. at well, you. you're calling me out with Look the at you. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, that's, what the, that's what people are here for. Mm -hmm. They're here for moments like that. Well, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, here's another take oh, okay. from Yanko Design. I know we feature them from time to time. Yeah, shout out. This website, they put some cool things out there. And this is imagining an Apple SUV instead of a sedan or coupe. What are you <laughs> laughing about? <laughs> they went with the grill, the cheese grater. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, they had, yeah. So they, they had to include in, it in in, inspired by the Mac Pro cheese grater cars of tomorrow and what's cool about this video is they show you the design but then they also work backwards and show you the work inside of photoshop how about the startup chime that might be cool so it has a light bar in the front it also has an illuminated apple logo i doubt they're gonna do that but uh, what's interesting is the shape here mm -hmm. very uh hyundai ionic sort yeah. of uh, some straight edges on there big wheels uh -huh. laser headlights everything's uh, well detailed here they're calling it the one sport retractable side view mirrors this one has some wood paneling on it how about that uh, all right that's a throwback of sorts and it also see it illuminates a light on the on the ground for mm -hmm. you to when you go to get into the vehicle which one do you like better the right or the left there well i like mine better but uh <laughs> if i had to choose uh the one on the left Mm, you go for the nice. blacked out chrome carbon fiber panel trim. Yes. No wood for you. Oh, mm. would you which one would you take? Yeah, like I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I take the I take the uh, more understated one on the left. Um, it's kind of like a, is this like a Rivian a little bit? Or obviously it's got some Cybertruck in it on the front end. Yeah. But it's a, it is an interesting... Uh, conversation for me because I'm starting to think about it. Okay, you're working on the Apple car. Should it actually be a car or should it be an SUV? Because you know how it is with the marketplace and the small SUVs. Mm -hmm. Tesla with the Model Y and obviously the term uh, SUV. Yeah. That thing is encompassing many more vehicles now much smaller than they used to be but i'm just thinking like should it be this taller unit with a bigger trunk for if they're only going to do one car mm -hmm. or should it be a smaller vehicle like it's kind of interesting yeah interesting take so maybe i don't know maybe it's an suv yeah. or maybe it's going to look like this this is the aston martin v12 speedster and we talked about it on the show before and you know, you know, Will, you were talking previously about heading to work on your electric bike with Otis in the backpack. Yeah. And you were going to become the the small town meme. Yes. I think this is another way you could do it. If you're just in this in this vehicle with no windshield, just wearing goggles. <laughs> goggles. <laughs> Otis is wearing goggles too. Exactly. Exactly. With the, uh, the leather helmet. Exactly. Strap. Yeah. yeah. Otis's shotgun with the exact same outfit. And you're driving this to work. With a little scarf. Mm-hmm. This thing's cool, man. Flowing in the back. So I got to say, I would happily ride this. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is, well, it's a million dollars. Oh. Okay. So anyway, it's a, it's a throwback type of vehicle with a very limited run. And this edition, this is one way you can order it, which is in a kind of homage to the original inspiration on the left, which was used in the Le Mans. Actually, originally driven 1959 24-hour Le Mans winner with Carroll Shelby. So that's from oh, the... Shout out. Did you watch the Ford versus Ferrari thing? Yes. Great movie. 
Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. It's good. So uh, anyway, this specification is that it's going to have the uh, Aston Martin racing green paint with the Club Sport white roundels. The grille has a satin silver finish, and it rides on 21-inch center lock wheels with satin black color and machined face. Uh, so you can order that up like that. You just got to get one of the 88 that are going to be made. One of 88. Wow. Starting price of 950000 USD. But I got a little bonus for you, Will. They will include matching helmets. Never mind goggles. You're going to have racing helmets in the same color. Nice. With the, uh, what do they call the racing green. So I don't know if I don't know if that's going to stay on Otis. I might weigh him down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this could solve all your problems. Right on. You know the famous Mark Zuckerberg meme where he's got the sunscreen on the face? Uh, I haven't seen that one. Oh, you've seen this one. Scroll down, scroll down. You've seen this one. When he's surfing. You haven't seen this? I don't think I have, to be honest with you. I don't believe you for a second right now. I don't know if I can ever trust you again. This is one of the most famous Zuckerberg memes. Is it? Oh, God. Oh, wow. okay. Oh, absolutely. When was this? Uh, years ago. Oh. Yeah, years ago. He was in Hawaii surfing. He was captured here by the paparazzi. And many question what exactly he was up to because his face is just absolutely coated in sunscreen. I mean, every inch. Yeah, you can kind of see, like, he didn't coat his neck or ears. No. It's only his face. Only his face. And so people were wondering, okay, what the heck actually happened here? Uh, what were you trying to do? Are you, well, first off, he obviously has the, like, pale skin going. So, yes. okay, throw some sunscreen on. Sunscreen's a good thing, right? It protects the skin. You're going to get... Sure. The sun can be harsh. You're in Hawaii. Uh-huh. But then it was the amount of it you were wondering about. You say, okay, you cover every inch. Anyway, the mystery of the meme has been solved, and this almost never happens. He has provided a reasoning for why he appeared this way. After years? After years. Years later, he was doing... What like, okay, it? fine. Doing an interview here. And uh, he's doing an interview. He was with, the, with Adam Masseri, who is the uh, Instagram head. And they were doing an Instagram live. And he decided to answer this question. And the reasoning was not just for skin, skin protection, but he was trying to disguise himself. He oh, noticed see. the paparazzi that was photographing his surfing. Huh. He, was, he was out there practicing with a professional surfer, Kai Lennon, mm. and noticed the paparazzi and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just throw on a little extra sunscreen here and they'll never know who I am. Uh, this is what he said. <laughs> turns out he was wrong. <laughs> anyway, now he says he's cool with it. If someone wants to post the sunscreen meme, it's cool. He says, go get a laugh out of it. At least that's what he said on the interview there. But amazing. He thought he would get a, he would he thought it would work. According to him, he said he thought it would yeah. work as a disguise. And now you just look like a clown. But the paparazzi was already there. So they knew yeah. it was Mark Zuckerberg. So sure, they were yeah. going to write Mark, you know. And they have the zoom lens. I tend to think maybe it was more like I'm going to have a goof on this paparazzi. I'm going to have a goof on them. I'm going to throw all yeah, this sunscreen on. I don't know. Yeah. But 
but he was serious. It's apparently. a famous, I mean, it's a famous meme now. And we got a little bit more backstory than we probably ever expected to get. Huh. Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul is back on. Yes. It was off, it was on, it was off, it was on. Maybe it was only off once. Anyway, it's on. I think they probably sat around and they saw what happened with the Jake Paul stuff with the Ben Asker and they saw him they saw them count a few dollars, sell a few. By the way, look at that guy in the background on that picture. There you go. That's a photo bomb of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they saw him count a few bucks, sell a few pay-per-views. Uh, and they said, what are we doing here? We can do that too. Millions of dollars are on the line. Many, many millions of dollars. Let's get it together. Yeah. All we got to do is dance around this ring right here. Sure. And uh, so they got it together, and they, they actually came up with a date. They, uh, they're going to go June 6th in Miami That's at the hard, hard Rock Stadium. That is coming up. And this was officially announced. And I don't – listen, once you call it off once, you can't call it off again. I mean, you can't. Right. But I say it's pretty unlikely at this point. I'll take that bet. I say without any significant injury or catastrophic event. Yeah. This, this sound like a go to me. Yes. So the special exhibition was announced on Mayweather's Instagram page. So it came from him. Mayweather Promotions, Fanmeo, and Showtime Boxing have come together to bring an epic event, wrote the 44-year-old. How about Mayweather, who's 44? How about how old you are? Because the last time Mayweather fought was 2017. Mm. I, feel, I feel like, oh man, I was there. Yes. I was yeah. there. Gregor fight. I was there. It doesn't feel like that long ago, but it's it's a long time ago. Yeah. Last time he fought, yeah, it was it was Conor McGregor. It was a big deal. They made a few dollars themselves. Of course, yeah. But Ooh. this is what it's about right now, man. You got the you got the special events outside the realm. I mean, it's just an exhibition. It's outside the realm of your typical boxing contender versus like it's got nothing there's no belts there's no nada yeah and yet it's going to captivate all types of audiences including bringing plenty of people in to watch a boxing event period that otherwise wouldn't have been doing it that's one thing that the paul brothers have, have been capable of doing well do you think uh with mayweather's promotions that it's actually going to be like a boxing event and not like a circus like thriller like, are there going to be, like, musical performances and guys slapping each other in a slap fight? Okay, I don't think it will be the same extent. But I think you, to, you to, to a certain extent, you do need to embrace the freak show component. You have a bunch of people watching. And I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not saying I would do it myself. Right. But you have a bunch of people watching who... A younger audience. They may not... They don't normally watch this thing. Yeah, And so you have to take that into consideration, especially if you perceive yourself ever doing it again. So it is a collaboration, the promotion. You're right. The Mayweather-McGregor was just, it was run like a boxing night. Because I remember yeah. I was watching the uh, undercard fights as well. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, May Mayweather's sort of prodigy guy there. Uh, Javon. Davis, Gervonta. Gervonta Davis. Gervonta Davis. Am, am I, uh, are we, what are we doing? 
I mean, we got to look this up. We can't just leave it like that. But yeah, he had, I'm pretty sure he, he dominated in his, in his, uh, yeah, Gervonta Davis. He, he, I think he dominated that evening if I recall correctly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was a, it was a boxing event. It had a few, I'm sure like, see this guy, he should probably get on the card too. Assuming everything's cool with himself and Mayweather and Mayweather promotions. I, mean, I presume that everything's cool. I know you never know what's going on out there, but yeah. this would be an example. You could get some other fights on there that could be interesting or, or maybe, and I don't know if they've announced any of this. Maybe you try to pair up other celebrity types. Sure. Yeah. Into the undercard as well, but it is a bizarre because it starts out as a bizarre and unusual thing, which is the reason people are paying attention. You kind of have to put other b bizarre, unusual things in it too. For sure. Because that's, that was the original yeah. pull. But I agree with you. The thriller thing maybe went a little too far. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, the, tr the thriller thing, I didn't watch a lot of that early stuff. Uh, whatever you're talking about, slapping and, and, yeah. uh, Nothing against wh whoever musical. wants to slap. I mean, you can slap, but I don't. Sure, yeah. I don't want to be slapped myself. I don't. I don't mostly don't want to be slapping. So. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Okay, a lot of musical performance. I think you'll have less of that if that's your question. Yeah, but maybe I don't have think a happy uh, happy balance. I thought you were gonna say Happy Valley. <laughs> and it, and it I was about to. <laughs> and and it kind of made me think of like. Frozen peas or something. Oh, really? I don't know if there's oh. a brand, but uh, Happy Valley. Well, I was thinking maybe snowboarding. Oh. The Blue Mountain Happy Valley. Blue Mountain has a place called Happy Valley? Yeah, it's a hill. Oh, wow. I've been to Blue Mountain. I don't... That's yeah. nice that you... You really used to get out there, didn't you? <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> like, you're just naming individual runs at Blue Mountain right oh, now. Yeah. Like, casually, they're in... Waterfall, sunshine. They're just sitting there ready to go so Big you can bunny. insert them into conversations where well, they don't course, even yeah. fit whatsoever. No context. I just yell it. Wow. You really are missing that. Anyway, what's going to happen in the fight, Will, since you broke down the last one so successfully, uh, or at least you predicted it, what happens in this fight? Because I don't know where I landed. I thought... I think I said, oh, it's going to be... Between, I'm talking about Askren and Jake Paul. I said, oh, this is a better test or something. Like, I thought, of course, I didn't know what kind of shape Askren was coming in. Yeah. But it felt like, okay, this is an actual fighter. He has faced striking sure, in, yeah. in the octagon. So I was leaving it a little bit more up in the air. But you you and I in conversation, whatever training clips we could get of Askren, we were like, uh. Yeah. I don't know. And the more you showed me, and the more video clips you showed me, I was like, oh, Jake, Jake Paul's going to knock this guy out. Like, yeah. that's the more you showed me. Like, so, and I think you, on an original episode, I think you straight up said that that was going to happen. Or I don't remember exactly. Maybe I'm putting words. But what happens here, Will? Um, I think uh, Mayweather's going to win. Landslide. Uh, probably a stoppage hmm. of some sort. I don't think it's going to be like a knockout. Okay. I mean, Logan has a quite a big height advantage and reach, right? Bigger dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a referee is going to jump in there. Probably like seventh, seven, seventh round. How many rounds are there? You know, I don't know if they it? I don't know if they announced that or not. Um, 
It's it's weird for me to hear you saying this right now. <laughs> me just predicting? No, no, no. I'm saying in a sense that like, as you're saying it, I'm realizing how much Mayweather has to lose here. Holy cow. Like, sure, he's supposed to come out and dance around. And by dance around, I don't mean dance around. Like, I mean, do his thing. I yeah, mean, in the, I mean the in a good way. Like, the footwork and the, and the jabbing and the... Uh, just just being evasive and being impossible to hit. Uh-huh. That's what's supposed to happen. But he has to last uh for a number of rounds. Who? Mayweather. Oh, he will. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. worried about that. His conditioning, yeah, yeah. like the part that blows my mind is that there is even a fraction of a percent of a possibility that just some bizarre technique lands. <laughs> yeah. And hits a part of the head that causes it. And this is why sure, you're going to yeah. watch it. That's why you're going to pay for it is because he's 50 and 0. Yep. And you have 0 and 1 YouTuber, Logan Paul, with any percent chance of having done that. Uh -huh. And everything on the line for Mayweather. And I'm sure there's the whole legacy and everything else. And there's a size difference. They have the, the right package of things. Yeah. But I, I'm curious to see, is the betting line, does the betting line exist right now? I, I would assume it would. If you announce the thing, the betting line is going to be there. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Minus 2,400. Yeah, I mean, that's expected, right? Yeah. Minus uh, 2,400 Mayweather. And plus 900 Logan Paul. This is early, early. That was five days ago. Right. But anyway, it gives you a rough idea. Of what is supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, predictions? My prediction would be exactly the same as yours. I think I actually said that when when the original fight was supposed to happen. Is that he... is uh, Mayweather is so good defensively that... It's, he, he can he, end it at any time, he, right? He's hard to hit from guys who... I mean, are incredibly quick. Like ridiculously quick hand speed, and he's been impossible to hit in the past. Tons of evidence of it. So many professional fights. Yeah. There's no way that Logan is going to be able to get up to that level in the amount of time he's been doing this. You're if you're Logan Paul, you come in there, you're 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 gonna have to be just throwing everything you got early. Right at the get-go. Yeah, I think you I I don't know, man. You got to just be. That's what uh, Connor did. Yeah, and and I mean, did Con did Connor did didn't did Connor do whatever he could? Like, you know what I mean? Like he, what more could he have done, really? Yeah. Given the given the situation. So anyway, look, I don't know. Did I make I my prediction is the same as yours? Has been. That Mayweather gets it done, takes his time. But that's not really a fun bet. So maybe just for fun, I would take like a Logan Paul knockout or something. Just because okay. it would it would pay. Sure, right right yeah. now it would pay and it would be fun to watch and it would enhance the experience to think about. But yeah. Well, I guess everyone wins at the, in this situation. Money-wise? Well, just, you know. We like to see it as an audience and, you know, 
Logan Paul, Floyd May- Mayweather, they get money. Oh yeah, they can. Yeah. So no needs. Right. No one's feeling yeah, bad for no one good. needs. You don't need to feel bad. That's another thing. Uh, as I was sitting there saying it, saying to saying, oh, uh, Mayweather has so much more to lose, which he does. Sure. Yeah. Same time, it's a it's a huge payday, and even as you saw Askren walking out with a smile on his face from the previous event, it was a bigger payday than he got in contests where he probably worked a lot harder. So, mm-hmm. yeah, certainly if you put it in money figures, uh, ain't nobody a loser there except for you who has to pay for it. You definitely, yeah, yeah, you, de- <laughs> you definitely yeah. are going to lose sixty bucks or whatever they're going to charge for yeah. it. <laughs> You're the only guaranteed loser, Will. <laughs> And, and myself, yeah. or whatever. Else, you know. This is the craziest story. This story, I had to read the headline twice because it was it was just so unbelievable. The, this is a woman who was walking down the street minding her own business with another person, another man. And out of nowhere, somebody jumps off of a building... A guy jumps off of a building or like a parking garage and lands on top of her and kills her. Oh, did he uh, survive? He actually didn't instantaneously die. Uh, I guess because he's hit, hitting her, or but he died in a hospital oh, right okay. after. Yeah. So this guy obviously is uh, um, unwell mentally, is uh, um, not in the best uh, state. And is deciding, okay, I'm going to jump off this building. But then this innocent bystander, it just happens across. Yeah, this is like the definition of tragic. What? You know? Just like water. You're, you're, what? It makes you, like, what is. Yeah. How do you explain like obviously you got the loved ones got to get informed and it the headline is unbelievable to me and i'm not even connected to it imagine you're connected to it it's like man life is just it's wild sometimes you 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 see something like this Mm -hmm. and uh it got me thinking i'm like the person who jumped off the building was are they intentionally trying to land on someone like yeah. okay man if you you're fed up or whatever it is or is it just complete chance yeah can you see down there i presume you can see down there from up there anyway my mind is boggled we're not going to make sense of it but it uh was just a shock to me. Yeah. That that the way the way that that went down. It was 7:25 p.m. This was in San Diego by the way. The person who fell from the structure was taken to hospital. He later died. The 30-year-old man who was walking with this woman was not injured in the incident. So he's just standing there and seeing this happen. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. What is that visual like? Out of control. One of the craziest headlines. Crazy. Uh, rest in peace, by the way. Like, man, you never... This goes to show you, you never know what life has in store. Yeah. You just never know what's... what's 
was around the corner, man. Yeah, or above you. Hey. At this point. Um, how about this? This is a uh, called the Plain of Jars, and it is one of the most mysterious archaeological sites. And before you scroll any further, Will, I'm gonna put you on a spot. No, you can scroll to the picture. Oh, okay. And then stop. Up a little bit more. Up a little bit more. Oh yeah, no caption. So, this is a field, and in it, it has these massive uh, stone-looking structures, which are being referenced as jars. And so they have like an internal section, but they, they're like solid things, and there's hundreds of them in, the, in this field here. Uh-huh. I can tell you the age. I'm going to give you a little clue. I'm going to tell you the age. They did the carbon dating and whatnot. They think they're between 700 and 1,200 years old. Okay. You're now going to tell everybody what exactly these were for. Well, this is very obvious. What? <laughs> they're having a jar contest. Okay. All right. <laughs> Will's having too much fun today over here. Well, that's the only reason. Look, what do you mean? different. Yeah, they're all they're different, but they're they're the they're also super old, so maybe they've weathered, and who really knows? I'm gonna give you another clue. All right, we're not done here yet. Okay. Um, this is in. I'm gonna tell you the location of this. Uh, I just had the location, man. L Laos. Okay. That, does that help you? That's where this is. Uh, Go ahead. No. Go ahead, Well, What happens in the plain of jars? The giant field full of Well, yeah, every, every year they would yes, uh, yes, yes. gather around here and yes. then uh, they have the best builder of jars and then they have a contest. Okay. So we'll just move on to the next story then? Solved. <laughs> well, what is it then? It's I, like I have a, no idea. It's like every artifact or like location like this. It's for rituals. It's for a burial. They would, burial. Yeah, okay. they will put the deceased into the jar, and then the person would uh, decompose, and then they would only bury the bones. Hmm. So they would de. That's what they think. The researchers here. Okay. That they would want the person to decompose inside of one of these jars first. They're big, by the way. It's calling them jars is kind of confusing, but yeah. And then, and then once the, the the decomposition was complete, then the bones were the only thing that would be buried. Hmm. Ancient rituals, ancient styles. Wow, very haunting. That's interesting, right? I mean, they had a lot of different techniques for this stuff. You've... Uh, oh, there we go. It's interesting as well as so many. Well, yeah. I guess, Why but it would be like use... a graveyard, wouldn't it? You would need multiple spots because I don't know how long it takes a body to decompose. Take a while to get right. down to the bones. So you would need multiple spots along there. Mm -hmm. I also wonder why. Like, what would be the incentive or the belief that decomposition would be necessary first? Is there some, some sort of nature component, I guess? They can't leave them out in, like, the plains? 
Just on the ground. The field, yeah. No, because it, then it might be carried away by the animals, the vultures and such, the the hmm. uh, scavengers. They obviously wanted it to, but then why couldn't that happen in the jars? Hmm. Many Maybe questions. the jars are really deep. This is how we end the article. Yeah. Question. Sorry, folks. Questions <laughs> remain. No, you guys put questions remain. Yeah. I mean, they will all, always, uh, their questions are obviously going to remain. Uh, it's 400 stone jars scattered across more than 60 acres, and it is now listed as a World Heritage Site by UNESCO. It's wild looking. Well, that's freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, now some of them they're saying maybe up to 3,000 years old, by the way. I know I was saying 700 to 1,200. About 3,000 years old. Whatever it is, it was, it was happening for a while. Okay. All right, this next one, well, this... <laughs> Do me a favor, just scroll down. Just scroll down right now. A little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. More, 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 more. To the video, okay. Parking a U-Haul in parking garage. Can you play this for me a little bit here? All right, the U-Haul enters in a bit of a hurry here and is obviously a little tall for this parking garage. Hits uh -oh. hits the little warning thing uh -oh. and then runs into this pipe. Now, what do you think you would do in this circumstance? <laughs> if that's you, what do you do in this circumstance? Is that what you do? Is that what you would do? You just start slamming into the wall? Uh, that wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs> um, what? So, why not just... I'm guessing he drives a regular small car. <laughs> but why not basis. just... I don't... He's why just not forgot. just... Why not just go straight into reverse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that poop that's raining on the no, U-Haul? It's the sprinkler system that they have just destroyed by slamming. But why is it so dirty? Initially, what is in the pipes is gross. Oh. It's been sitting there for a while. It's like rusty. And now they're just getting rained on by these sprinklers. Well, <laughs> why does he keep going? Can't see anything. And they're sideways now in the in the garage here. And, like, and there's two of them in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy turn of events and it really makes me question what what led to this what was the state of mind of the individuals involved what kind of other things could have existed to cause this type of reaction like what just <laughs> the last one <laughs> the water bounces off the uh it just goes slam head first into the wall. I mean, it was a it was high stress situation. There may have been substances involved. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Because it just doesn't seem like a, a normal reaction to to slam into something and then just keep slamming it. I don't like is it some sort of <laughs> the guy got out of the car. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> move two inches that way. He's like, oh boy. It's weird. I don't know. Is this a crazy, crazy clip? Oh, man. Wow. Okay. It's, it would be hard. Will, it would be hard if I said to you, do this thing worse than they just did. 
Yeah. What else I mean, could you do that would be worse than? I mean, it's a worst case scenario. Like every situ, every step of the way, it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So what? Was there a, you know? No, the reasons are unknown. There was no resolution. None. Zero. Okay. The. This is uh, one of those clips that definitely needs more backstory, but we may never find out. It's just from the security cameras. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not going to find it, man. Okay. All right. Last one of the day. How about a free McFlurry? Okay. But only for those who've mistaken the McFlurry spoon for a straw. Did that ever happen to you at any point in your life? When you were a kid or something, you got a McFlurry and then you saw the weird spoon and you were like, what is this spoon? Yeah. It seems obvious, but it's not. Go ahead. Because it, it's like hollow. Yeah. It's like a spoon and a straw. Right? But it's not a straw. It's not, no. No. I, I found out that uh, pretty early. I oh, guess. oh, okay. So you already got to the bottom. But you were sure. fooled at one point, so therefore sure, yeah. you get a free McFlurry. Okay. Actually, anybody can get a free McFlurry, but they're just using that portion as a promo. It's some sort of social media promo, and they're basically showing everyone how the McFlurry is made, and the spoon itself fits into the machine. Right. So there's no other uh, instrument. It's a there's a, I guess there's a hygiene aspect to it. It's like your spoon was used to make your McFlurry, yes. and there's no instrument inserted in there. Anyway, they're giving away one free caramel brownie McFlurry. On May 4th, in order to uh, make amends for having confused so many people that tried to sip their McFlurry out of the spoon. Mm. You can see, actually, there is going to be a video clip in this bigger clip that does show the spoon spinning around to make the McFlurry. Yeah, there it is. So for anybody who ever wondered, that's how the spoon works. It goes into the machine and that actually makes the McFlurry, it spins it together. Very efficient. Now, I never had a caramel brownie McFlurry. Maybe that's a new thing that they're promoting as well. This is one way to do it. Give it away for free. Get people hooked. The caramel brownie McFlurry is made with vanilla soft serve, caramel drizzle, and fudge brownie pieces. Through the app, a code will be available to scan. No purchase necessary. Alternatively, customers who aren't able to leave their house or workplace to grab a bite can get a free McFlurry if they order $15 through the chain's delivery partner, Uber Eats, from May 3rd to May 9th. All the McFlurries that are, gi are given away will be a regular size. Wow. <laughs> People are talking about the broken ice cream machine. Yeah. 28% <laughs> of customers will not be able to take advantage of this offer because the required Taylor ice cream machine will be out of order until a Taylor authorized service tech can service the machine. Talk about a clip that blew up yeah. on the channel that was unexpected and the McDonald's ice cream machine conspiracy stuff it's a whole genre now mm -hmm. who would have thought yeah anyway go get a mcflurry if you can